You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Final segment here of the show as we have spent the last hour remembering the life of fallen Husker Sam Foltz, the punter, died so young. He passed away this week, uh, was destined for greatness, was going to probably be a captain, kicking the NFL for many, many years as a punter, um, and then uh, come back into Nebraska and live and uh, farm w- with his family. I mean, he was going to live the storybook life that so many people w- would have loved to have. And, um, you know, we spent this last hour, guys, just talking about Sam Fultz. You just heard um, a great interview with Patrick Smith, the former kicker, and we heard from Jeff Jamrog, a former coach that recruited Sam, and Chris Brown, whose brother Drew was with um, Sam all weekend in Wisconsin. Uh, but as we close here as a staff, I mean, let, let, let's go around the table and, and let's just talk about maybe a memory or two personally about Sam that stood out. Robin, I'll start with you. You know, obviously he did a lot on the field, but I think, you know, one of the first thing that jumps to mind is, you know, a couple of nights of us, you know, up in Memorial Stadium press box, writing up our, our post-practice notebooks and Sam would always come up there to study. And he made it a point to stop by and say hi, you know, talk some baseball, talk some football, whatever it may be, and just talk life. And it was just, it was just something, you know, just you wouldn't even think about. But when you look back on it, it just shows, you know, what kind of guy he was that, you know, he would just always take the time just to, to BS with us about, about anything and everything. But as far as on the field goes, there's one particular moment that I think really speaks to the true character of Sam Foltz. And that was after the Wisconsin game in 2014, the Melvin Gordon 405-yard you know, disaster. There were only three players that spoke to media after the game. One of them was uh, Jake Cotton, who was a captain. The other was Josh Mitchell, who talked in passing on his way to the bus for like two questions. And then Sam Foltz. When your punter is the guy that faces the the... the bright lights of the camera and the tough questions on the good days and the bad days on the good days and the bad days he he was up there ready to you know just kind of basically handle his business and kind of took one for the team amir abdullah didn't do it kenny bell didn't do it tommy armstrong didn't do it uh randy gregory all those guys just said no they didn't even think about it but sam you know he he kind of just jumped up to the 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 challenge and talked with reporters and uh you know i think that's just again spoke a lot about the type of person he was that you know it wasn't all about the good days that he was there to, to man up when things got tough too how about you nate klaus as you remember the life of sam foltz uh, and your time the last five plus years around him in both high school and in college here i mean what were some of the stories that really stood out to you well i think one of the first things uh, that i remember about sam foltz is talking with him at the the shrine bowl game after his senior year and and uh, you know him talking about the the hospital visit that those guys made uh to go see the children in the shrine hospital and um you know and that has an impact on a lot of guys and, and a lot of guys say you know that how how much that visit puts things in pers- into perspective but sam I, I think was uh his comments were especially heartfelt and, and I, they were extremely genuine and um you know and then all the other all the other moments that that I ever you know encounters i ever had with sam he was a kid that would always called you by name uh looked you in the eye and and asked you how you were doing and there was not very many players on the team or, or people in general out there uh that that do that and genuinely care and but but that's just how sam him, sam was and and that's how he carried himself and uh he treated others you know how he would like to be treated and uh, one word that always that keeps coming up from talking to people is just how humble he was and and that's that's just sam a couple things for me um one when when mike riley was hired 
you know, it was only about four or five days after Bo Pelini was fired. So um, it was a pretty quick switch transition. And, you know, th- there weren't a lot of players that really came out that day when Riley was hired up front at the press conference. But sure as heck, Sam Fultz was one of the guys up there that day. And, um, you know, he talked to the media about Coach Riley and welcoming him to Nebraska. And, and that wasn't really the popular thing to do. I mean, that was kind of a, um, you know, an awkward thing for a lot of guys to to move on. But, you know, I texted with him that night and I said, hey, that was really cool of you to to get up there and 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 speak under those circumstances because I know it wasn't easy. He goes, you know what? He goes, I play for Nebraska. This place is much bigger than one coach. It's it's about the people of the state, and I'm thankful for the opportunity uh, to play for Nebraska. And Coach Riley's here, and I'm excited to play for Coach Riley. And I think that told you a lot about him and his DNA and just what it meant. And you heard some players that we talked to throughout the show talk about how important it was for Sam to be at Nebraska. And, and then the other thing for me personally was just getting to know his parents and I'll still, um, you know, hopefully get to see them over the years, but Gerald, his father, Jill, his mother, um, this year, I got to sit by them on the flight to Miami and we flew from Dallas to Miami in a connection flight. And Gerald and I just sat there and we talked about Sam literally <laughs> for two hours and, and just how excited they were to be you know, following him on this journey. And they went to every road game, Rutgers, wherever, and they were always there for him. And that, to me, will be the hardest thing for that family. That first game day Saturday when Nebraska plays Fresno State on Saturday, September 3rd, when their son is not out there for his senior year, I think that day uh, will be very hard for them. And then you go to those road trips, the first game to Northwestern. I'm sure they've already booked their travel for those road trips. And uh, they won't be there to watch their son. And I think those will be the things for me that will stick out because I know how important Nebraska football was uh, for that family and for Sam Fultz. Well, thank you for joining us here as we spent the last hour uh, remembering the life of Sam Fultz. We close this, the show here uh, with more from Husker players and coaches about the life of Sam Fultz. I'm just so thankful I got to coach Sam Fultz for one year. You know, uh, I would love to have done it for another year and then watched him go on and play forever because he would have. He's a, kind of like the true, you know, walk-on story. You know, great kid, walked on, earned his spot. Obviously, he was, he was going to go to the NFL to punt. I mean, that's the only thing he dreamed about his whole life. And for him to be so close and that cut short, I mean, I, I feel terrible for him. And his family, I know his sister, I can't imagine how they feel. And, you know, we'll keep him in our prayers today, tomorrow, ongoing, forever, just because he, he had that, that lifelong impact on everybody. You know, his introduction on the on the scoreboard before the games where they introduced the starters and Sam Foltz, small town, USA, Greeley, Nebraska. That's that's him, right? That's he's proud of it. He's he was really proud of it. He was really proud of being a Nebraska football player. Another great confirmation for me and why it's so much fun to coach here is the passion that guys like Sam have for this place. And it just shows they just love it. Loved it. Because, I mean, like, that's my brother, man. Like, that's my brother. Like, I have one brother, but, like, I have 150 other ones. Like, that's my brother, man. And, like, that's my brother. That's my brother, man. He gone. He gone. 
other, he gone, he gone. And like, we can get another punter, and it won't matter. Like, that's a, that's a human being. If both were here, he would want you guys to realize that in the blink of an eye, it can all change. We've all seen that, we all realize that, because no one expected this to happen. His dad and his brother farm back there now, so there wasn't room for him, he always said. So he was going to do something in ag and then eventually get back started farming back there. But I told him he had uh, a few years in the league and a few million to make before he did that, is what I always told him. But, you know, that's typical of Sam, though. I would always brag to him about him, and then he would always just shake it off and, you know, just humble Sam, doing whatever he wants. And You know, I told our team, uh, he, he just confirms in me why it's so much fun to coach because he was really, really fun, fun guy to be around. Very uniquely special on how he approached what he did and so good at it uh, and loved it and did it all with enthusiasm. Had, uh, I think Sam was universally liked and respected on our team. And, and there are players like that, but not often does a specialist find that way.